and a future where Mars is terraformed and colonized by the best humanity has to offer, two very different college students wind up joining forces and sneak on board a space shuttle to the Red Planet in order to be united with their significant others. This week on the Made for TV podcast, it's Moonshot! And now, our feature presentation. Hey, Kyle. Yeah, what? Normally, this is the section of our podcast that would be occupied with a cold open. Uh, I, however, feel that there is a controversy that merits immediate discussion and possibly throwing out of this entire film. Okay, well, all right. I'm interested. This, This movie is called Moonshot. And yet the entire plot revolves around the planet Mars. Can we just disqualify it and, <laughs> and end the episode here just on that basis? Like, they don't even mention what a moonshot is. No, that's I don't think it comes up once. <laughs> Zero times. All right, we're throwing it out. The episode's done. Why is they named that movie Moonshot? No, it's terrible. All right, we can do the episode, Kyle, if you want, I guess. Of the ep- we can? All right. Yeah, why don't you introduce the show? The, the show, the made-for-TV mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a show dedicated to celebrating and exploring the unique world of movies made for the small screen. My name is Kyle. And my name is Scott. And this is the penultimate episode of our HB November miniseries. November's already coming to a close, almost. Uh, honoring the lost films of HBO Max that were taken down in their discovery merger and turned into line items or whatever the hell they did with them to just say they were more profitable as losses than as they were shot around the moon the moon and shot into space into the sun Mm, there we go much like uh sophie in this movie they thought they had their perfect film you know the checklist Mm -hmm. for the perfect film and they realized it was a dud and that really who they were meant to be with all along was a line item written on like a, as a loss <laughs> as a, a tax write off yeah just the write off in the files <laughs> of the IRS <laughs> the ultimate it. checklist the tax checklist yes uh, yes yeah and okay so hey Kyle woohoo this we're doing an episode on moonshot and uh, yeah yeah but before I thought, that, yeah, I, I mentioned the, for the oh, yeah. cold open. I thought, oh yes i forgot you had well, you had an, an actual ap- cold open no no, no yeah. i had an idea for one but oh. I thought about hitting you with the, here I am in your life, here you are in mine, guess we have a sweet life most of the time. And, and doing a, doing changing the words there, but I didn't think that you would get it or anybody would get it. Certainly, you, I have no idea what you just sang. So well, obviously, correct. that is the original theme song to The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, ah. which this movie stars Cole Sprouse. It does. Either Zach Indeed. or Cody. <laughs> Could I don't be know either which one, one he is. I he... did not watch the show, and so I was like, there's got to be a theme song. And it's like the worst theme song I've ever heard for uh, for. Well, the Disney real show. theme song, like of course, the real theme song is Brenda Song, co-star yeah, of The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the show. Uh, I just know that she's in it. Um, I feel like Cole, uh, based on nothing... I'm going to guess he plays Cody, I guess because their names both start with C. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, seems I like... Don't, I'm not really 
that interested in looking it up. So I know them more. I know. I think of Cole. I think of the Sprouse brothers. I guess in general more for Big Daddy, the Adam Sandler film, where they play. Uh, they play his son <laughs> that he didn't know, know existed. Yeah, that's awesome. So whenever I see them, I just picture them going, "I wipe my own ass," because that's what the kid <laughs> says when he's getting taken away by social services. That's great. Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, all right, Kyle. Hey, here we are. Another week of the podcast. It's been a while. It's been it's a bit. It's, it's been, been a, a while since I born in Brooklyn. <laughs> I have no idea what the words of that song are. Um, yes, I've been gone. Yeah. I was away. Braving. Some called me a hero. Braving the hurricane. Hurricane Sophie, I think, was the name, right? What? You, was, you braved a hurricane? There was a hurricane when I was at Disney. The first what? one to touch in November in like 40 years. Really? Yeah. Did I miss it? There was, there was the big one that uh, was not before I yeah, was before. In. No, this was, I, it may have been, it may have only been a, I feel like it started as just a tropical storm and got upgraded to a hurricane while we were there. It was very it mild. It didn't, so it didn't merge with the Sharknado and become a shark again? No, it did not, really, unfortunately. I was ready for it. I was so you were ready. In, you you braved a hurricane. You felt the winds of a hurricane. I did, but I really think the name of the hurricane was possibly Hurricane Sophie, and much like Walt in this film, you know, <laughs> yeah. he he wow. got swept up by Hurricane he sure Sophie. Did. Uh, yeah, I felt we were there when we were at Disney. It was like three of the days we were there that it was kind of raining. They only had to shut down the park for like four hours one of the mornings we were there because wow, it's nice. Disney, and that's why we were like, if you're going to be anywhere during a Hurricane or possibly just tropical storm. I don't know what its actual category was by the end. Disney seems like the place to be, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's not going down easily, at least. Right. It's, if 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 we were if we were to die at Disney, it would be part of a major news story. Yes. You know, <laughs> at, at a minimum. It was it, yeah. Cinderella's castle is the hurricane relief zone, right? That's where you, everybody mm-hmm. goes. Is in the castle. I yeah. would assume the castle all, has to be the strongest. You go into place. the. I would think you would go into the big Epcot ball. It feels like it's designed <laughs> to be aerodynamic in some mysterious At least way. It's designed to, to bounce. If I mean, it's called Spaceship up. Earth, right? What if it just took <laughs> off, like? Uh, but yes, we were there. Uh, we definitely got Dot sick by, uh, you know, keeping her out in hurricane rain and winds for too long. We were all really trying to, we, we were wrapping up your stroller, uh, in ponchos and ourselves in them. And we mostly kept everything dry. Also, Dot maybe threw up on your stroller, uh, as well. I don't believe it. That's not Dot wouldn't do that. She's fine. Unrelated to rides, I think just, uh, it was like as we were entering the park, she was like, she had, I think it was a case of she had gotten a little phlegmy from the. No, I think you were sprinting to Rise Mm -hmm. of the Rise of the Resistance with her in the stroller, and she threw up from that That, from the force of radically sprinting through the crowd with a stroller. Absolutely, that is what happened. I did get to go on Rise of the Resistance, Kyle. I rose with them. I made I made our guy laugh or smirk at least. Our guard, good. Yeah, he was. He was like, every remove all bags, and I was like, does a fanny pack count? 
And he was like, yes, of course. I'm like, well, it's a pack, not a bag. I didn't know. And then he, he definitely cracked. <laughs> he, just, he cracked. He cracked. You got uh, him. You got the... the yeah! Uh, <laughs> he's not the Empire staff. What is he? Is it, is first it Order? First Order staff, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Woo. The way What'd less cool line? I loved the I loved walking through the line of that ride. I thought it was so cool to be um, in like It was hangar. pretty cool. Uh, we really zoomed through it. Celia and I went on it. We went during like the extra magic hours in the morning. We woke up, we were right. on the bus I like, before they well, even so opened. Yeah, yeah and we didn't just, have time to linger. It was just kind of like going through it as the first person in the in there too. But yeah, yeah. It's, it was it was pretty cool still. Uh, even blasting through it. Um, what was I going to say? I, I was less impressed with the new Ratatouille's rides queue. I thought it okay. was a little. It felt like I was in the Star Wars area at times. I was like, this just feels like I'm going underground into a bunker or something. Oh, the just ride itself specifically is good. the queue is what yes, you're saying. Yes, the queue. Okay. The ride is good. The queue, not so much. The Guardians of the Galaxy ride, Kyle. Whew. Oh, That's man. a ride. I would love to ride it. It's Every time I go to Disney, so I haven't gone to Disney for like a full full trip, going to like all the parks in a long time. So we've the past two times we've picked a couple, and you always go mm-hmm. to Magic Kingdom, and then we pick something else. So. Did Animal King the first time, and then the then we did uh, uh, Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Studios, and I was like, oh man, though, should we go to like, should we go to Epcot though? And I was yeah. like, no, no. <laughs> so we'll we'll so that's that's the next trip because I love that's Ratatouille nice. too, and so Ooh, yeah, we did the Ratatouille and the Guardians at Epcot for the Guardians one. I don't even know if there is an actual line you can wait in. Instead of like Fast Pass, they have just this thing called Virtual Queue. Which is like you, it opens up at 7 a.m. and you're, you just gotta get into the virtual queue. And when your number comes up, they text you. But I've read that it fills up in like five seconds. Oh my gosh. So I was <laughs> awake at like, I was awake with two phones in my hand, both pulled down to refresh. Nice. <laughs> hovering over the button to tap the virtual queue as soon as I let go. Uh, at seven, and I got us into the second group, so we were right on that bad boy. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Uh, the whole roller coaster—it's like a normal roller coaster, kind of like the uh, the rock and roller coaster, you know, or the Space Mountain, where it's like a dome okay. and it's yeah. all black. Except your ride car also spins three hundred and sixty degrees. Oh, geez, that you're That's- on. It's, it's it I was sounds like, kind of that sounds too crazy, but I it was insane. I mean, it's not like constantly spinning, but there's just times where like you'll take a turn one way and turn the other, and it's like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> it's really freaking me out. It's a good time. Uh, overall, good Disney trip, I would say. Cool. Everyone cool, had fun. Cool. We got to meet all the characters we wanted, and yeah, I met Cinderella. I sent I you was a picture. Very jealous of that because I really I, will have, I mean, we're super uh, fellas. We are, know? and I and we the, just couldn't get in the queue for it. It was Disney recognized me as the true super fella, and the <laughs> yeah. minute we stepped in the park, literally, Celia was like, "Oh, there's Cinderella over there setting up." Uh, no line, and we just walked right <laughs> over there. <laughs> so that's awesome. It was perfect. It was destiny. Um, and then we got home from our trip. Kyle and our ace, our our, mm-hmm. our furnace was broken. Yeah, talk about a cold open. <laughs> it's more like a cold ending, though. You know, I feel it's like, like. The, it's just the worst feeling you can have coming home. Ah, uh, <laughs> finally home. And you told me your your house was forty four degrees. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Walked in, oh, I was like, sucks. ah, it's kind of cold in here. What's going on? And then I go to the thing. I was like, that's forty four. Who turned off the heat? I was like, oh, it still says it's on. That's not good. That's, yeah. 
luckily, very quick, cheap fix. Cheapish. I mean, it's still like a hundred bucks to get somebody to even come out mm-hmm. and look, you know, but not not the worst thing in the world. Only one night of stress. And now we're here. Good. And I got yes. Great. That's it. Well, I'm glad you had a great a great trip. How were how were you how were things in the fort while well, I, had I was to gone, quite, Did you Kyle? do that Lightning Lightning McQueen thing at Hollywood Studios? I'm just curious. I did, you did do not, that? but Dot Dot did. I think just we had, by herself. Well, Celia <laughs> Celia and Dot and um uh we were there with my brother and his two daughters. Uh one of one of his daughters that was too little to go on a ride. Uh his older daughter wanted to go on the Tower of Terror, so I went on that with him. And my niece and Celia went to the Lightning McQueen thing with Dot. Nice. And my I would other pick niece. Tower of Terror over it for sure. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a cool little, cool little show. But um, anyways, <laughs> anyway, I wanted to see it. I specifically, oh. ha- I was like, Dot kind of likes cars. Kyle said this was good. Yeah, you should take them <laughs> to go see this while we hop on this ride because Celia had already ridden it earlier in the day. Sure, cool. Um, my week, I sat so lonely that you were out of town mm-hmm. and just was so sad for for the whole week you were just watching tv movies and crying uh, by yeah. yourself yes. yeah i did watch uh i did watch a few movies oh i i got the mm-hmm. i got the booster uh covid booster finally you know made time nice. for it and um had a fever for about 36 hours uh that was miserable like 30 hours later i was sitting there with a fever of 103 i always get with the boosters i've always gotten really bad fevers and chills this is by far the worst the longest lasting and i got it on a saturday like 3 p.m and sunday night i was like am i gonna have to miss work for the covid booster (laughs) what is happening and i ended up waking up and my and and uh my temperature was was 94 because i had just like sweat a bunch so my skin was really cool it was a it was a skin sensor and I, I ended up taking a half day on Monday and, and going in it after lunch um, and having to reschedule those patients because of, because of getting the COVID. Well, that was just because you wanted so. to go see a movie on Monday, right? You were yeah, just exactly. like, yeah, yeah. Ah, these sick people will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I watched, uh, yeah, I watched uh, Nola Holmes, the new I one. Saw, and, I saw um, you gave that a, a favorable, the, all the reviews seemed good for a Nola yeah, Holmes I liked too. It. Yeah, I liked it more. Than, I like a I like a Sherlock Holmes movie. You know, I didn't really love like the Robert Downey Jr. ones, but um, love Henry Cavill and uh, well, who doesn't? And, and uh, yeah, Millie Bobby Brown does a great job, and so it's a good, it's a it's it's a fun Sherlock movie. It's a fun movie, and then. What else? Oh, I watched uh, the new Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie, which I'm not going to talk about. I'm not going to say anything yet because I think we're probably going to be uh, covering of that one. But, of course. Um, <laughs> then I watched some of Andor, uh, yeah, the new Star Wars series, and I'm into it. I'm going to watch the whole series. I like it. So I've only heard good things about Andor. Uh, every time I've tried to watch it, I've fallen asleep, but that just is me not, uh, that's me being like, I'll put this on at like 1130 at night. Why not? And then I just, I think you'll definitely like it better than you liked. You didn't really like Mandalorian. I think you'll Mm -hmm. definitely like it because it is focused on characters and things. And everything I've heard is it feels like an actual, like show or movie that could be developed without star Wars. And there's just like some star Wars iconography 
surrounding yes, it all. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, I'm so. into that. That's good. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I did. So it was good, good times. Carrie and I finished nice. the extended edition Lord of the Rings as well for the it first time, or her. for her for the first time. For me, ah. no. And I realized because we just finished the show, and she she really liked she liked the show. So I was like, well, we have to watch the extended edition Lord of the Rings so you can be a true nerd. Obviously, and uh, she liked the show better than than the than the movie. Well, that's just but absurd. It to is. Say. It is absurd. <laughs> but it makes sense because there's like love interest in the show, and there's no love interest in the movie. Uh, it, Aragorn you, and uh, it's already established. Uh, Arwen. It's, yeah. Yeah. Arwen. Yeah. And why did they name? Why did Tolkien decide to name Arwen and Eowyn the two love interests, kind Maybe of? Maybe he just, for, uh, for he accidentally typoed and was like, I guess this could just be a new character. It's and so confusing when you're like, Arwen, Eowyn. That's why I was hung up, because I was like, wait, is yeah. it Eowyn or Arwen? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember. Um, but yeah, uh, it was. It had been years since I'd seen the extended editions, and it's always this, wait, fun to watch those. I don't mean so. to. I'm sorry to cut over everything you said, but you were talking about movies, so I opened up Letterboxd, obviously, uh, my mm-hmm. homepage, yeah. and I was looking at my own list of things I watched because I went like a whole week without watching a movie, but I did log a very important film, which is Muppet Vision 3D, and I couldn't <laughs> remember if we discussed if you saw that when you were at Hollywood Studios no, or not. No, I did not. No, Kyle. I'm so angry at you. That's literally in my, that's probably my favorite movie. Just period. That's my favorite movie is the 15 minute Muppet Vision 3D <laughs> movie. It, at I'm mad. I'm sad. I didn't even know about it. It's the last thing um, uh, that Jim oh, Henson I'm, ever directed, right? It. We talked oh, about it. Oh, he did? Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. We talked about it. I forgot about it. Maybe we didn't. So. I, maybe I talked about it with someone else. I thought we did. Someone will say if we did or they won't. No one's listening. Hi, if you are. Uh, yeah, it's just a 3D movie he directed like right before he died because uh, they were going to like merge Muppets with Disney. And so it was going to be rad. Um, but it's a good movie. You should watch it if you're there because there's never any wait. And I'm every time I go, I'm like, this won't be here the next time I'm at Disney. Guaranteed. Uh, well, I missed it. <laughs> Possibly missed it for the last time. So sad. Darn. That's but. a big L right there. Um Okay, well, That's speaking it. of things that are gone forever, should we talk about yeah, these, this HBO Max shot. film, Moonshot, yeah. as it's no, called? No history. Got no history. You got the history? Um, you you know, any history I, with this? I, when it came out, uh, past guest uh, Brooke uh, Adelsperger asked me if I watched it. I said I had not. She said, I just watched it. It's not that good. You don't have to. So okay. that's my history <laughs> that's with Moonshot. <laughs> um, On that note, should we pop it in? <laughs> uh, maybe we should. Yeah, Kyle, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> um, oh, man. My first thought with this movie when I started it was I was really hoping it was going to be like the modern day Xenon, you know? Sure. And in some yeah. ways, maybe it is. It's not really. Um, all right. Well, overall, though, the, I mean, to sum up the movie in general, it's about two people, Walt and Sophie. Um, Sophie is like a tech genius who plans on saving the Earth. Walt is like a dipshit loser who just wants to go to Mars. Um, yeah. And so, what, did, what year does this movie take place? Unclear. Un- future. It's future. In the future. It is in just in general, just in the future. 
uh, in a time when Mars is loosely colonized by basically an Elon Musk type figure. Yeah, literally his name is Leon. I know. I know. Leon I know. Covey. I know. Like that is Elon. This is, it is. It absolutely was named Leon. Except maybe Leon. too competent based on what we've seen of Twitter lately. <laughs> yes. uh, but still. Uh, they, uh, the Walt meets a girl who goes to Mars uh, and basically, he insanely decides he's going to try to follow her after they talk on the phone for a month. Uh, mm-hmm. So he stows away on the ship with Sophie's help, uh, who's also going to Mars to be with her boyfriend. And when you know it, the two of them fall in love along the way. And eventually they go back to Earth and realize that's where they really belong. There nice. we go. Those are the basics. The movie takes uh, place in the year 2049. Ah. So. So it's like Blade. It takes place in the same year as the Blade Runner sequel. I guess weird. (laughs) Could this be part of the Blade Runner universe? It should be. It should be. Um, Well, it opens with uh, uh, Walt, who is Cole Sprouse, right? Mm -hmm. He's doing like his. He's doing like a video interview uh, to to be on Mars. Right away, we just know this kid wants to be on Mars because I guess it's like a. There's nothing left on Earth to be explored kind of vibe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wants yeah. to explore. It's like all he wants to He wants to go on an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. What would you think, Kyle? I, th- I think right away he's kind of charismatic, I guess. But in like he's like too much. I got you know? used to him, but then yeah. there was parts that I didn't like him. And so it was like... Uh, like by the end of the movie, I did like him as a character, and I thought that the acting was good. I think that mm-hmm. some of the choices, like he he gets mad at Sophie a few times, and I just don't like it when like he's like he like criticizes her. I think kind of harshly a few times. I think they and, both. I think she throws some things. I have one spot written down where she says something like. He has like his checklist and she throws something out at one point that's like when you'll find out after you do all this, none of this matters. It's like you just basically said life is like pointless to this dude or whatever. I was like, God damn. They are mean to each other for sure. They are. She is always calling him like a dipshit basically. (laughs) Yeah. um, But I think he does. I I think he does a good job. I think it's not something where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the guy i need to see him in more movies i, I definitely bungled, can tell he is someone who cut his teeth on disney sitcoms yeah yeah with the, like he has the same energy as uh, eric matthews from boy meets world to me which is something i like but it's a little heightened for your typical rom-com movie yeah. um but yeah in general i kind of like him too he works at like a coffee shop with mm-hmm. Uh, like a robot boss, Gary. Yeah, Gary. I, I do like the design of the robots. I do too. They, <laughs> they're just like giant. It's like they're fax machine looking things. Like yes. they don't look sleek, you no. know, or like futuristic. It looks like a crappy, like like a uh, copy machine that just came to life. You know, I and, love those kinds of designs where it's like, why would we ever design something with an LCD screen that can kind of render? some images like it can do like a blocky pixelated face right like why wouldn't like we have screens that would just you know could just make an hd display why would we ever not have it be an hd display on this thing and i didn't like that part i didn't like about the robot because i realized i was just trying to i was just looking at that and then if i took a wider look at the whole robot i thought it looked cooler 
if yeah. it was just like because it kind of has two lights on the top that looks like it could be eyes mm-hmm. or like it you think yeah, they should have like, gone like r2d2 just kind of vague here's like a camera shape that's sort of its yeah. eye yeah, yeah i can get I, down with that and um but maybe yeah i don't know but so so i like yeah it was kind of distracting where the like face was on the on it too it was kind of low instead of like mm-hmm. up at the top so yeah, that's my only gripe with it. But I did like the robot design. I like the character. Gary, I like that yeah. he is like a hard-ass boss. Yeah, he is. He treats him like crap, and <laughs> it's so funny. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. I, I liked Gary. Gary was great. Uh, who I didn't like. I don't like uh, Walt's like roommate slash friend or whatever. He looks mm-hmm. like he's like a skeleton, or he's being turned into one or something. I don't know. He looks like he's halfway... Uh, into being transformed into one of those like little soul slugs that Ursula has in the Little Mermaid. <laughs> he just kind of gives me the creeps. Just this guy. Yeah. I don't know. Um, he he makes Walt's like a loser. His friend makes him go to this party. Uh, when he's at the party, he is looking for the bathroom, but he accidentally finds Sophie's bedroom. Right. Yeah, which I hated. This is like I I'm trying to like them. I want to like the main character from the start, so I really don't like it when he like creeps into her room. Yeah. Like it. Like it's not like he stumbled in there and fell in there and saw that. Oh, she's talking to someone from Mars because that's what's happening. Is she's 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 FaceTiming her boyfriend at, at Mars. It's mm-hmm. not like he like fell in there. It's like he like creeps up and like is like watching. And I'm like, he is an insane creep. Like this is weird. So. He's got a lot. He's his creep factor is gonna go way up before it goes down in this movie. That's <laughs> yeah, for so sure. True. Um, I think here it's this is just a weird thing to me. He goes into the room. I could understand if he like saw, oh, it's a video call, and just kind of like slowly got sucked in, impressed with the technology. It's just weird to me that he's like, "Are you talking to a video chat with Mars? How did they solve for the lag or whatever?" And it's like, "Aren't you obsessed with Mars? Shouldn't yeah, you know you this technology would know exists?" That. Yeah, <laughs> like, you think he would know that? And he goes, "This is like the university you go to to try to go to Mars, basically." Yeah. He's, like he's applied at. 37 times to go to Mars. He doesn't know that video calls between Mars and <laughs> <Yeah>. Earth exist. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. Sophie's right. He is stupid. Yeah, uh, yeah he is dumb. He is. They, uh, Sophie has this, uh, she's talking to her boyfriend with like, they've got like these touching orbs. Oh, yeah. I This, this part is uncomfortable. These are a real thing though, right? Like, I've seen... Uh, like lamps that exist that it's like you can put by your bedside and like you can touch it and when you're touching it it changes color so that like someone on the other side of the world knows you're touching it at the same time. I've seen them. that stuff yeah. 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 So I guess I it's like, like that. that's like a holding your hand thing it warms up Ugh. or something. Oh like, yeah that's someone's creepy. Someone's like, like holding it <laughs> I don't like that at all But um, she's like they're like talking about touching each other and like yeah. then the um the guy What's what's her boyfriend's name? Calvin. Brandon. No, yeah, Calvin. Yeah. And then her his brother like steps in, like, I'm just so happy that he stepped in. He's like, stop talking about touching each other. It's gross. I'm I like, disagree. I like them talking. I think that's the thing I like most about Sophie's character is that she is horny and her boyfriend isn't. And that's her main problem <laughs> as a character. I I love that it's just like uh, why are we not intimate enough? Is what's motivating her. I think it's a. I think uh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's it's. It a is a little uncomfortable that they have these weird ball things, though. I yeah. I agree. <laughs> but I like that act. The actor who's playing Sophie too. Uh, yeah, Lana she Condor. Does a good job. 
Yeah. I like her in um, the Netflix uh, uh, To All the Boys I Loved Before uh, rom-com trilogy. Um, cool. Yeah. In case it isn't clear to anyone, rom-coms are another genre of movie that I really like, uh, <laughs> especially garbage ones. So this movie could be right up my alley, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, now we see... Okay, after he Walt comes in, he steps on their like horny orb. Uh, he breaks it, right? And then he leaves and he talks to this girl named Ginny, uh, who's like... Um, Okay, okay. First, he starts talking to this drunk girl at outside, right? Mm-hmm. And then he starts talking, and she gets scared away, and then this other girl, Ginny, is like, you scared her away, and they're all flirty and cute or whatever. And Walt says that he recognizes Ginny because he was in her like physics class. She was like a TA or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he says, I don't know what physics is. Yeah, how dumb is this guy supposed know. to be? They're like really dropped out. Like they, they really play up the dumbness yes. quite heavily. Uh well he, he and this girl Ginny, they go on like a they go on like a walk, a romantic evening walk. It is a we only have one night situation, is how he describes it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh it's it's very uh, uh uh before sunrise stuff. Um he shows her, I don't know, he's like he's like hyping up Mars the whole time that they're going on a walk together. It kind of feels like Wally. Like right, that he yeah. there's trash everywhere and now mm-hmm. we're going to Mars or whatever, but it's not as good as Wally, obviously, because Wally's a masterpiece. Um <laughs> and then he get they get to a big rocket and and I don't know, she turns into like a fucking pamphlet from Mars for a minute, and then she's like, I'm gonna go to Mars, you convinced me. Yeah, because right? I think she's like, I have one day tomorrow I have to leave somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't know it's Mars. And then she's like, you yes. know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going there. And he's like, what? You're- he's like, yeah. She's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, yep, you convinced me. I'm going to Mars. Peace out. Oh, Kyle, speaking of <laughs> the Santa Claus <laughs> know, is out. Is out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we I was- Carrie and I were just wa- talking about that. And it's like, okay, we're going to have to watch it. Carrie's like, it's going to be good. It's going to be fine. I'm it's like, I think you're going to be good. Oh, no. Like you From think what, it is, or you? I don't you think see. it will, because what I've seen is, I, I've seen one. I've seen like one still, which is uh, Tim Allen saying "fine," except saying "Merry Christmas to all" has suddenly become problematic, uh, and I just feel like it's gonna uh, be all about cancel culture. <laughs> it can't be a real still, right? It's a real still, for what I've read. This is, is my this is my exact words to carry today. I said, okay. I was like, I don't think it. First off, I saw the trailer. I don't think it looks. <laughs> that good, right? But also, as long as Tim Allen doesn't have any voice over the content, then it mm-hmm. then I think you might be right. I think it might be fine. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Well, he's not going to have any voice over the content. He didn't have any voice over the content of the movies." I'm like, "Those are movies. This is a show. It's yeah, gonna, those are movies. He was uh, he was under contract for those movies. I'm sure they got to yeah. get him back for the TV show somehow." So, <laughs> jury's Uh-oh. out. It's not looking good though. <laughs> We'll still watch it and talk about every episode, I'm sure, next month. I have uh, to. It's one I mean, of my yeah, favorite Christmas movies is Santa Claus 2, so it's just, I have to. I love that it's specifically San- the Santa Claus 2. It absolutely too. is the Santa I, Claus 2. I know. I mean, it, makes, it makes sense. <laughs> I agree with you, but it's still funny. And it's really only, to me, there's like 
30% of the Santa Claus 2 that I actually really like. I feel mm, like it's a hundred percent for me. So <laughs> I just like when he, when he gets, whenever he gets to use his magic and like he gets everybody presents or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I like that scene when like the he saves moments. the day. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. The sweet moments are really good. But then, but then there's the moments when he's the toy, and it's just <laughs> the toy stuff is so oh, 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 you're, you're all doing a wonderful job. <sighs> oh, I hope that that toy is in the show, The Uncanny Valley, <laughs> Tim Allen. Um, all right, Kyle. Imagine if you could meet that toy at Disney. Ooh, oh, no. I would love that. That'd be so. They cool. should put him in the Christmas parade. Why not? Why not? Yes. Get real Santa and garb. have weird militant toy Santa. The war on Christmas. He's who we need, Kyle. All right. Um, <laughs> after uh, the girl says she's going to Mars, we get like a one month later. Yeah, I right? gotta say, I okay. So far, um, I've I've enjoyed a lot of the lines. I have to say of this mm. movie, I like. The I like the little monologue Ginny has. It's like yeah. a, she like chick says a quote, and it's like a touching quote. And he's like, "You didn't write that, right?" She's like, "No, it's like a famous quote by an astrom- astronomer." Like yeah. they 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 have a lot of lines back and forth, and I'm I'm enjoying it. I don't think I that think this is some bad good writing. Chemistry. And no, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's good fine. chemistry, and I think the writing is good. The delivery is good so far. So I'm I mean I'm enjoying the movie. I'm having a good time. And it, I and I'm so, enjoying it too. I I place it as basically being on par with most of like the Netflix teen rom coms where it's like this is okay. This is this is yeah pretty good. And I don't hate the look of it either. I kind of like the look of the movie uh, so far. Like not the CG stuff, <laughs> yeah, but the actual when they're indoors and it's just kind of like some soft neon lighting or whatever. I'm like that's fine. It's all right. It kind of looks cheap to me, but like. Good kind of cheap, not bad kind of I agree. cheap. It looks cheap so. in the way that like Xenon looks kind of cheap to me. Like yeah. not the CG, but just like the sets are just like, I just it's space. So put like a neon light on the wall. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. My first note of the movie was not impressive CG with that ship. But, uh, not, no. bad. but not bad though, but not it's, impressive. It's, it's not what all, you really want as an opening shot. All the CG in this movie is exactly at that level where it's like, okay, I guess that's good enough. You know, yeah, like yeah. nothing is going to impress you, but it also won't be like, well, this ruins the movie. You know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. all fine. Um, we see a month later. Um, I don't know. He's he's been texting this girl, Jenny. Um, oh, I do Mars. like the line when she's. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, yeah. So when she's when they're taking off, when the when the ship is taking off, and Jenny is mm-hmm. on it, and he's mm-hmm. watching it, and she texts him while it's taking off. She's like. Stop staring at me. You're make every you're making everyone on the ship uncomfortable because she knows that he's watching the launch. Oh yeah, and that's uh, good. It's cute stuff. I like that stuff. Uh, I'm I'm hundred. I remember liking that part too. So I'm just with you. Uh, and I feel like this character is very much like a Maya Hawk character, Ginny. You know, I feel like yeah, Maya Hawk okay. would play her if they made this movie a year later than they did. Mm-hmm. Um, well, after this month, he's been texting her for a month. Uh, we find out he can, like, buy a ticket to go to Mars, but it literally costs a million dollars. Yeah. Which is absurd. That's a lot of money. Uh, I guess it's fair. A million dollars, I guess, to move to Mars. Pretty reasonable, all things considered, I suppose. Sure, sure. Maybe. Mm. Um, 
Then we have a scene where Walt is working at the coffee shop and he runs into Sophie and she's crying because like uh, her boyfriend has gotten a job that will make him stay on Mars longer. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I did think that Sophie has to buy a drink in order to stay sitting there. And I was yes. like, that's, that is believable to like the capitalist uh, hellscape we live in where you can't exist in public without right, paying without money. Pay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's great. Cause like it's Gary, you know, the jerk robot mm-hmm. boss that's make, that's like, Hey, she needs to go kick her out. Cause she needs to leave unless she buys a drink. So he walks over with a drink and sets it down and she's like, thanks. He's like, no, you have to pay for it. Like I'm not, <laughs> I can't pay. I can't buy it for you. Gary, yeah. Gary will kick you out or something. You have to yes. pay for it. So he like buys her. He he gives her a drink and makes her pay for it. It's pretty funny. It is. Um, and then he he sits with her a little bit and like talks about I don't know. They talk about their their problems, right, with their relationships. He kind of lies and says he's been with Ginny for like years or whatever. Yeah, yeah since yeah. like freshman year. Yeah, he's so weird. He's like. Freaking out because she's not texting him back in like two days. I would. Ginny needs to run. She knew this guy for one night, and he's yes. been obsessively texting her for a month, mm-hmm. and now he's freaking out and that she she's not responding. Him. And maybe this is the first kiss he's ever had. Who knows? Ooh, I don't That's know. An interesting notion. Well, it's just an interesting thing for him to be so obsessed with her after one thing. I don't I think. think it, kind I don't. Of... I don't think it's actually his first kiss. I don't no, get I don't any either. impression for that. But like. It's just he's giving that vibe of like this is the first time crush he's actually yeah, he's so, made anything like progress with or something. It, it's so. he's like so desperate for love that it does, and they even kind of address it in the last uh, scene of the movie. But it does kind of undercut the romanticness of the movie that he's already like he knows somebody for one day and is willing to fly to another planet for them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, it's not that big. It doesn't feel that special that he would do the same thing for this other girl, you know, right. by the yeah. end. Uh, I wish he was a little less seemingly just desperate for anyone to love him mm-hmm. uh, so that it felt a little more special with Sophie. Um, let's see. They talk about, uh, oh, she has this like, uh, she shows that she has like a checklist for the perfect man, Kyle. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I bet that Cole, I went ahead and wrote down, I bet Cole will check off zero of these boxes, but they'll still yeah. end up together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite line in the movie happens in this scene, though, which is when she gets up to leave and he's like, why can't you just fly to be with him? And she's like, I have aerophobia. Yeah. Just the way that she says <laughs> yeah, that. That's, that's it's ridiculous. <laughs> a thing that disappears in the movie yeah, yeah. Her she could, it's not a well it's not a fear of space flight it's it's air I mean, there has to be air right you know phobia so she's got a checks out uh, a fear of flying but once she's in space it's all over because that's that's fine <laughs> i see there's no air at all so there's that's no air out. but, but even, it's also just flying through space as she's fine with right it makes it really she should be terrified of being in space she so. should be, or she should be just, even when she gets onto the rocket ship, she's like calmer than I am getting on a normal flight. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, and I don't have diagnosed phobias of flying. And you do the <laughs> thing that she does too. You dance on your way in. Like, oh, that's true. Because she, that's her thing. She, she dances to relieve tension and, mm-hmm. and 
as a and TSA is constantly, sir, you need to sit down, please. Just raise your arms in the air in the machine. You don't sir, have to dance. Sit down, put on your mask. I'm not putting on my mask. I'm not doing it. I'm dancing. I'm dancing <laughs> all over Dark Brandon and this <laughs> corrupt Brandon. society. <laughs> the red wave. Uh, and <laughs> great. Um, Kyle, the Walt convinces her to go to space, right? Again, I'd like that twice in a row he convinces con- somebody yeah. else to go to Mars. <laughs> uh, the real, hey, the real red planet's going to be America after Donald Trump wins uh, the next election. Amen. Am I right? Amen, bro. Amen. Amen. Gross. He is uh, the real. He is the real president, though. Right now. Well, of course. Well, yeah. I mean, you've seen those TikToks. They're great. It's no, you know, I haven't. Yeah, that's just a guy interviewing people, and they're saying that that Donald Trump is currently the the president, and that's that Joe Biden's just like a figurehead. So, like, Mm. oh, okay, man, those well, those gas prices suck. You know, Donald Trump, that's his fault. Then they're like, well, no, no, that's not his fault. But you just said he's the president. Well, he is, but but it's not his fault. Very confusing. Very (laughs) very confusing. It's great. It's so fun. It's fun to live in him. I can't wait for Thanksgiving. Let me tell you. Uh, I'm glad that you would think Donald could have just waited to announce until after Thanksgiving. The prick like like he has to guarantee that there will be a bunch of fights about him this year. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, He convinces Sophie to buy a ticket to Mars and she has a million dollars, I guess. Just at her disposal because yeah. she mm-hmm. does. Because he's uh, like, she he sees her like pondering it, and he's yeah. like, "Wait a second, you have a million dollars." Yeah, he's like, and Wait, then he if says, you have a million, you have a million dollars, <laughs> you have two million dollars. You must. Like, there must be a big gap with like you know if if somebody has a million dollars, there, there's yeah. no in their society you you're either poor or you're super rich maybe either that or maybe it's just like if you have a million dollars to blow on a ticket to Mars, you, you probably must have have yeah. more, yeah. <laughs> um, so she does that again. I just think it's made twice in a row. He convinces someone else to live his dream. <laughs> so that stings. Um, he quickly decides he's just going to sneak onto the ship, which is where the back of the box gets it wrong. Or the, the thing that I read as, you know, before the theme song said, they both sneak on only he sneaks on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember that. I remember think I remember reading that as part of the description on yeah. like, on the on Amazon Prime or whatever, and it said, "Yeah, so he does, to, she does not sneak on sneak." We're gonna on. have he to submit uh, a correction to Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very worried when he decided, like, when, once we were headed towards space, I was like, "Oh no, is the movie gonna start looking really terrible?" Mm-hmm. Uh, which it kind of does at times um, now, but it's never so like movie ruiningly bad. Um, (laughs) This is where we are introduced to Sophie's dancing when she's nervous trait, uh, Mm -hmm. which is interesting, I guess. Uh, I think it's funny. It's a funny running bit, I suppose. Uh, Or at least I thought it could be a funny running bit. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I I feel like there's a lot of things in this movie that I end up um, comparing to Disney Channel, and I think I don't know if it's because I knew he was on Disney Channel, and that's just what mm-hmm. where my mind goes. But it it feels like a Disney Channel bit that I she does. Kind that, of, you know? I wrote down some things in the movie too that I was like, this just feels kind of like a Disney sitcom level of writing, you know, <laughs> like yeah. for the joke. Uh, so I can see that for sure. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, oh, I this is I just think it's patently. I'm glad it does come up later in the movie. Uh, but I, and I'm glad because I was like, it is insane that you expect me to ever believe a person would be able to sneak onto a space launch. Right. It would be yes. like sneaking yeah. onto a flight <laughs> times a billion. Like, yes. there's no way, dude. Um, and I would be so terrified if I was him when he crawls into his like escape pod. Yeah, to he's like, uh, he might die. He's like, he knows. I, I don't know. I might die. That because the reason he's doing it is because he got that video from from Ginny of the cat and she's like hey here's the, this cat got on by by sneaking on through an escape pod and then he immediately takes off to go sneak up sneak on a via escape pod <laughs> um and then uh the flight takes off he does survive we don't see any aerophobia issues really from Sophie other than she like rips up a doll that Walt bought for her mm-hmm. right yeah. On like out she's of holding it so tightly, and then it just yeah. yeah she because Walt after. has her. He goes with her to the gate so that he can sneak in. Like from that point, I guess mm-hmm. he convinces her to take him to the gate. I don't yeah. remember how he does because she does not like him still at this point. I think he just begs and begs and begs her, and then like she's finally like, "Fine, whatever. You're not right. ta- don't talk." And then he's like, "Okay." Fair enough. And then he just keeps talking anyway. Yes, Classic yeah. Walt. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately, once they, they have to stop at like a space station before Mars. I thought maybe this had something to do with the moonshot title. I was yeah. like, do they, do they have to like shoot around the moon or something? I don't think they do, though. I think I really, that they do. Do but they? I don't think they. I think there's like maybe one half of. Do a they line say that, the words "moonshot" in this fucking movie? That, no, I don't think they do. <laughs> I think they mentioned something about when we're around the moon or something. Like, mm. it's so yeah. It, they don't mention it. Maybe it's a deleted scene where they're like, and "What yep, is the title around meant, the moon?" And what is the title meant to even evoke? You know, like a long shot, like shoot for the. I don't know. You shoot for the moon. I guess when you if you shoot for the moon. And miss, and you'll hit the stars. Land, so this is his moon. Stars, so. so it's his moonshot. He's shooting for the moon. His his metaphorical moon, which is Mars, obviously, and he misses the moon, which is Mars, and hits the stars, which is mm. Sophie. So that's his moonshot. I guess. No, I think it's uh, the you know Moonlight won the won the Oscar, and so they're trying mm. to go for that because go for a similar name. I thought they moonlight. were going for Moonstruck. Which also won some Oscars for Cher, at least. I think. I think she won her acting award for that movie. Kyle, look up 1987 Academy Award Best Actress. I'm on it. <laughs> Actually, I do know that in Moonstruck, her mother won Best Supporting Actress, the woman um, who played her mother. Marley Matlin was the. Uh, that's probably the wrong. Uh, or actually, it could be the right year. Uh, Sometimes you have to look up the 88 Oscars when you're looking for movies from 87, you know, because it's the year after. Cher uh, Oscar. Why don't I just type Cher, that Cher, there it is. Moonstruck, Best 1988. Actress, Moonstruck. There we go. See? Snap out of it, guys. Uh, it's a good movie. Um, okay. What, what, what was I talking about, Kyle? Oh, she he gets onto the space station. That's where we're at. Um, and she Sophie finds him immediately trying to hide in an air vent. I did like when he's like, no one's going to find me. And she's like, I just did. Like, yeah, within like two seconds. Very easy. <laughs> so I thought that was... 
That's a sitcom y, like a Disney sitcom kind of joke that I did think yeah. was funny still. Um, and I did, okay, so the, the captain shows up here, and she is somebody who I specifically highlighted felt like a kind of like a sitcom character. Yes, you know? for sure. <laughs> and it, it's this has got one of my favorite lines in it because it's Sophie's uh, under her breath line that happens because the captain mm-hmm. introduces her herself. It's like, I'm Captain Tartar, Tartar. Tartar, <laughs> Tartar, whatever, and she—they're like Tartar, and she's like, "No, it's Captain Tartar. The sauce is my father, or something like that." And yes. then Sophie, like, as she says that, it like cuts to Sophie's face, and she's like, "What the fuck?" Is what she I says know. under her breath. It's, when, it's like the f word in the movie, and it's. So I know. Funny. I was so. I thought that was so weird because I was like, "This is." I was like, "Is this movie rated R? Why did she just say fuck all of a sudden?" Yeah, like, and it's like, like what is this? It's a. This movie is just a kind of a strange mix and vibes. <laughs> it it's like an adult movie with adult themes. Yeah, about it felt an like adult rom com, <laughs> but the yes. the characters feel like you know they're they're teenagers, they're college students. Yeah. Uh, but it, it and it's got like a Disney set. It's just yes. it's very kind of strange. It it is very odd because movie. of that yeah. Disney sitcom feel. When she says "fuck" all of a sudden, yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is whoa, okay." Yeah, I thought this was like a children's movie for a minute. <laughs> yeah, and it, this this line perfectly like captures the vibe of this movie. I feel like a little bit. It's a just like bit. I laughed at it. So. Yeah, silliness mixed with like adult themes and and. There's other cuss words in it too. I just don't notice them, you know. Yeah, I think but, that's the only fuck though specifically, I so which is yeah. weird to even like. It's weird to even limit yourself to the MPAA rules of like one fuck if you're a straight to streaming movie. Because do you even get rated? I'm in sure the that same they way. Do well, or do I you know? I don't know either. Eh. Did this movie start off with a weird like movie pictures of America title screen or something? Am I crazy? It just- uh, like a like a weird production company or something? Yeah. You mean? I don't know. That that's totally possible. But that like, so many movies now are funded by like weird like either Chinese or like Saudi companies that I've never heard of. That you look them up and they're like billion dollar oil companies that are just funding like one movie and I don't know why. Like so, I just <laughs> I just don't look into those things anymore. Um, yeah, I, so I didn't pay attention to it. I also had to, like, reset. I remember I had to, something kept freezing on my TV. I had to keep, like, restarting the movie, so I wasn't really... I was mostly frustrated in the mm. first few minutes trying to get it working. Gotcha. Um, well, they go, Kyle... Uh, the the captain is very friendly, basically, with them, and they, bas- they tell a lie that he is Calvin. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and Sophie takes him to, like the i don't know the the weirdo guy room i don't know what this guy's job is who makes them a fake id he's like the security guy yeah it feels like they're in a janitor's closet but he also can make a fake it like a disney sitcom there's this strange man yeah who can just exactly. give them what they need <laughs> and he's like when they're in there he's like i don't believe you're a real couple real couples are constantly all over each other or whatever it's like, what what yeah, a weird thing. He's a weird guy. Very <laughs> odd. Is. Um, so they get a basically get him some fake credentials made that will make it so while he's on the ship, he can appear to be Calvin. Um, and then we get a montage of them sharing the room together and kind of living on this space station together. 
it's weird. They're only here for like a month, right? Mm-hmm. And and then they montage twenty two days of the time. I know. I was like, okay, this movie is gonna be the entirety of the trip, and then they'll like maybe end at Mars. Yeah. And like have a little bit, but then like it's like montage right away, right? Yeah. And it goes I was like, this is like the 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 days are flying by. I'm like, they wow, are okay. Uh, I want to see them getting to know each other, right? Like we zoom right over the pivotal first mm-hmm. three weeks of their relationship. Yeah. You need the first few days for most of the yes. antics and then montage some stuff after that, I guess. But I know I thought it was an odd choice to hit the montage button so quickly uh, on this, but whatever. Uh, eventually at the end of those like 22 days, um, they get into kind of a tiff because he logs into his actual account to call Ginny, I think, or to mm-hmm. like download a message from her. And that's obviously because all of this Mars shit is on like its own internet. Like if he logs in, they're going to be like, how did this dude get Log- on our yeah. internet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you would think their cover would be blown immediately, but as we find out later, their cover's already blown this whole yeah. time. They just don't <laughs> know it, which I really did like. Um, so they get into a bit of a fight and then eventually go on like a romantic ice cream date kind mm-hmm. of to make up. They raid the weirdo dude's secret algae ice cream. I like it because he's like, cause he, he, they're in a fight. He walks out and she's like, where are you going? And he's like, I saw, he's like, whatever this weird guy's name is. Yeah. I forget his name. He's like, I saw him with ice cream and they don't sell it in, in the cafeteria. So I know that he's got a secret little stash and I'm going <laughs> to go steal it from him. And he's like. You can come if you want, kind of thing. I don't know if he says that, but yeah. Throughout all of this, though, she's been making him like study Calvin so he can be more like Calvin. It's weird that she's Was there like, a you have to be. She's like, you have to be him so you can fool everybody else. Like, what is if anybody knows who Calvin is, you're not going right? to be fooling them I at know. all. Like, What's the point? Happen. Why isn't he just staying in the room and you're like, oh, he's sick? For yeah, a month, no. you know, I get that he doesn't. It would not be fun to stay in a room for a month, but this dude's like, this is my entire life's purpose is to get to Mars. Right? So you'd you think, think he, he could, could suck stick it, it out? Yeah, but no, he's like, no, I wouldn't be on the ship. I'm not staying in the whole space flight in the room. It's so stupid. I just, I was convinced that I missed some sort of stakes where they were like. There's a quiz to get onto Mars at the end, and they'll know if you're not Calvin. <laughs> you know, I was like, why does he need to know shit about Calvin? I don't get this. I, yeah, I don't know. I think part of it is they met the captain immediately, so they're like, well, he has to be out and about and like show oh. his face, maybe to not be. I guess, and they are all like scientists, so he does need to. I guess there's a chance that the people on there will ask him questions that Calvin sure would yeah. know would need to know but it just feels weird that it's like it's day 22 and he's still like locking himself up to study Calvin stuff it's like mm-hmm. there's eight days left dude I don't think I think you know enough at this point um whatever 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 they go on their ice cream date um and uh I don't know they start to fall for each other a little bit right Mm-hmm. Um, that's cute. It's a cute little scene. The ice cream's really gross, and they both feel really sick from it when they yeah, get. Yeah, because it's like, like algae ice cream or something. Yes, this whole um, thing is Sophie's whole thing is trying to develop algae that can eat garbage, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a real thing. I feel like scientists work on because we've destroyed our planet. Um, yay! So they go to an 
they go to like a ship wide science presentation meet. It's like a lecture, I guess. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I guess they just have lectures. This whole ship is sort of like you're at like a science conference. Yeah, it's um, fun. I would yeah. want to. I mean, I, you know, if I was on a ship with a bunch of different medical professionals, I'd go listen. I'd, I'd be yeah, interested I mean, it to makes, hear what they, it makes sense. What they have sure. to say. So. It's weird that they put a dude on the spot to give a presentation. Yes, uh, it is. I'd really, <laughs> I really like the line though when they, cause it's these two women uh, that are in a relationship that are also scientists that are like their neighbors or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're, they've kind of been characters throughout. They're kind of friends and they made some earlier. They had a conversation about how Walt doesn't do uh, like presentations anymore or sorry say Calvin doesn't cause he had an embarrassing mishap. And the mm-hmm. one is like, did you get an erection? And yeah. then uh, yeah. I love when he goes up to do his presentation. The one is just like, don't worry. If you get an erection, keep going. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Really and I think they also say like the guy who gets down, like he came down with space madness and you see um, uh, uh, Cole just go. Yeah. Wait, Cole's his name? No. What's his name in the Walt. Actual, Walt. You see the yeah, Walt just go awesome, like under his breath, like that's so cool. Yes. Space madness. <laughs> like, and then they're like, it, Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say his name being Walt is just weird because if I hear the name Walt, I just think of Breaking Bad now, right? Like mm. it's kind of really gonna the name say Walt Disney because you were just a Disney. No, but. that's true. That's true. No, I don't think of Walt Disney. I just can't say the name Walt without picturing Skylar White being like Walt. This is too much money, Walt. Like, I just the way she talks. Um, but, uh, uh, oh, Kyle, I had something I was going to say. Oh, that line, though, that don't worry, if you get an erection, keep going. That's what I tell myself before every podcast recording. Yes, good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I was going to maybe do that as the cold open uh, for the podcast. <laughs> That's not a strange opening to this episode. I know. People would have no idea what it meant for like an hour. Yeah, yeah <laughs> because nobody's seen this movie. I feel no, like. they, well, they'll find out if it's worth renting. At they the will. End of they this sure episode. will. They, they sure will. Um, so he gives this presentation that is not really has zero information and mm-hmm. is instead him just directly talking to Sophie blatantly in front of everybody. Yeah, I would feel very uncomfortable if I were in this presentation. Right, it's like emotional, and it's like he's talking to everybody, but I don't like how he is literally just looking at her and talking mm-hmm. to her. I wish it was to everybody because then it's a little bit more believable that everybody's on board with it. Yeah, um, and it doesn't first, feel like they yeah. really nailed the, this could be talking about both things, you know? Right, like yeah, writing. it's not that yeah. at all. He's just like, what? It, they're like, Tell us about the science behind terraforming terraforming Mars. And he's like, well, you know, what are we even going to Mars for? You know, yeah. are you going, are you like, changing Before something? we change you know. the planet, we got to make sure it doesn't change us <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I like, and I like, I like these kind of speeches. I, I, I like it in movies where they, you, someone is, has where like an improvise that little magic moment. Yeah. And that magic yeah. moment happens. And then like, you can, you like suddenly something snap like snaps it with her and she's like oh maybe i'm interested in him Ooh, maybe you know, I'm, maybe mm-hmm. yeah maybe it's and, and this is suddenly like okay maybe i am going to dig this romance cuz there's no romance yet it's just them kind of being mad at each other and yeah. i'm like okay maybe there is something here maybe i am going to root for these for these two for these two kids 
And, you know um, who's you know who's moved by his speech, Kyle, is the two lesbian ladies who get engaged yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. All right, that's fun. Um, so they throw an engagement party slash, uh, as Cole defines it, slash birthday party because it's also because the Sophie's captain birthday. is obsessed. This is such a Disney like or just a crazy thing. She's obsessed with wanting to marry somebody on the ship. Yeah, and she's like, she's always like, I can do anything. I can navigate this ship through an asteroid field. Yeah, and like, which is just ironic that it gets hit by something later. Like, you know, like what do you do? She's never even piloting the ship. She's just walking around. Do you yapping. pilot a four billion dollar? Yes, like, you have spaceship? to have your hand on the wheel the whole time. <laughs> oh, no, I'm it's sure you don't. I'm sure you don't like wander around <laughs> chit chatting with the crew, the the passengers about how you can pilot pilot the ship through anything. I don't know. I'm sure it's mostly just on autopilot and she just has to go and check like, oh, for every sure. now and then. For sure. uh, but yeah, she is very Disney sitcom because she's like this prestigious captain, but she's like, let's have a party, everybody. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I do love Sophie's dress that she shows up in to the party. The mm-hmm. like yeah. improvised space blanket dress that she made. Oh, love some thrifty fashion. Yeah. Um, and then she reveals at this thing, she doesn't do birthday parties. Uh, and she talks about like her parents being dead. Right. And mm-hmm. she reveals that like her boyfriend's family adopted her when she was 14 or something. It's yeah. Very strange. That's a weird yeah. dynamic, man. That is. I'm just wondering when did they fall in love? Like, is this something where I they're was... in a relationship? And then the family was like, look, you can stay with us. That's what I imagine is the, that's how weird. I'm picturing it too, yeah. because it does. She doesn't verify, like specify, like I already knew them for some other reason, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So it's, it would seem to me that's how she just knows them. Just, just, just weird. And it, I mean, I do like that they address sort of the uncomfortable social dynamics of that later in the movie too. Mm-hmm. There's I think it adds, I like, I think I, what I, I do like it. Cause it adds a very, unique maybe you know strange but very unique um uh interesting plot thing like Mm -hmm. she has a relationship with this boyfriend that's long term but also his mom is basically her mother figure yes it's it's a good roadblock because too often in rom-coms the roadblocks to the relationship are like non-existent right Mm -hmm. uh and so it is good to have like well there's a there's a better reason for her not leaving him than it just than like her just being complacent with a shitty boyfriend, right? Like, right. yeah, and because it's that, she knows yeah. it could hinder her entire family. Yes, yeah. and it's yeah, because like her, his brother is like kind of her brother too. They all yes. care about her. They're on screen all the time, and it's not. It's not like they're not there. I like that they keep showing up like throughout the movie yeah. to like reinforce that there is this family there, dynamic there. And it makes it a hard decision as a viewer watching. Like, I don't know what I would do, you know, yeah. you know, at parts of it. So, cause it's not like Calvin is like a piece of shit either. No, he's you know? not. He's just very focused on his career. Yeah. And she has very different goals that are extremely important to her. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, there's parts of the relationship that she needs a little bit more care and attention and he does not want, have want to give that or he just always wants to work. So it's, yes. And he's He's, not a jerk about it. No, he's not. He's just not a very emotionally expressive person. Calvin. Mm -hmm. No. 
Um, it is all. It is all very. It is interesting. They don't take the easy route on some of these things, yeah. you know, and it makes it more interesting for sure. Um, Kyle, uh, uh, they go on like a spacewalk together. Yeah, this after is the party, insane. which is does it happen the same night as the party? Uh, it sure. seems like it the I, well, way that it's, it's cut. Yeah, it's weird because she gets home and she's like drunk. Yes, right. She's like shit faced in bed, and she's like. Uh, I, don't and know, I was like worried. I was like, like "What's what about wanna... to happen in this scene? Is she about to like try and like? Is he gonna have to like decline her advances because he like Ooh, wants to yeah. respect her?" I was like, "What's what's gonna happen here? I'm kind of nervous about what this scene is." And then I think she drinks something that takes just takes away her alcohol or her like drunkness. Is that what it is? I okay. feel like that's my head cannon. I don't know if they say that. I don't remember them saying that, but it feels like the exact same night because he's like, we're going to go do something. Yeah, he's like, because she says, what are we going to do for my birthday? And then he's like, how about this thing? And then there cuts to that. It's her birthday that day. Exactly. So yeah, that's why I'm like, I guess it must be the same night. I think she she drinks something. I think she drinks something that takes away her. Why wouldn't you drink that at the party though? Why would you drag yourself all the way home? And they were like, he was specifically putting Uh, her into bed to sleep. It felt like, yeah, it's, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But you wouldn't bring that to the party. That's not cool to bring something like, at the party, you want to everybody. You're drunk with everybody, and then you, <laughs> and then you go back and you drink the the hangover immediate cure. I think your head cannon. I think you're having to bend some things a little too much. I for don't this think head so. Cannon. I don't think you would bring that. That's probably expensive little juice pouch. Right? I'm pretty sure he just your... gives her a pouch to drink so she will stay hydrated because he's literally like. <laughs> Get in bed and like has her but like she's under the not covers drunk or when they do the spacewalk. That's I know it doesn't problem. make. I think it's just a bad editing thing. I don't think that they thought it through. I, think uh, I mean, correct. But uh, I'm trying to make sense of it. You are trying. You're trying your hardest. Um, <laughs> they do their spacewalk. Uh, oh, I loved when they go to the spacewalk. They open up the door yes, and she says yes. they have this cheesy rom com line that I love, where she says. Uh, Getting closer won't change the view. And he says, getting closer always changes the view. And I was no, like, that's oh, that's I was gonna laugh classic at. cheesy rom-com shit that I love right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I just like the, the air. The, the, when, the, when the doors open, there's like the mm-hmm. warning. And it's like, it's like we, we do not take responsibility for anything that happens. If your tether breaks, we must assume user error. And this is yeah. like the most dangerous thing. <laughs> thing i've ever seen no it's so stupid nobody is watching them they more just... fuel for the fact that this is wally though because wally's big romantic scene is a fucking space dance outside of the ship just throwing that out there i probably should rewatch wally because i did not like it when i watched it the first time but that was a long time ago my it's so good as a person i just it does i wasn't on board with the with the wally robot i didn't like him so mm-hmm. i don't know well That's i have fun. to i have to rewatch it i don't well, want to you'll rewatch wally let's let's, let's go ahead and pause right now we'll watch wally and we'll come back <laughs> come back that sound? yeah um it's fine there's just a scene in wally where him and eva are like out in space like flying together and it's all romantic and it's just funny that this movie's kind of halfway through around the same time code in the movie mm-hmm. has like an outside the ship space scene um i will say this you could never pay me to do this in a million billion i, do, I don't think anybody years. would i mean who would <laughs> i wouldn't do it like and i'm not that afraid i'm i was like this is the scariest thing i've ever seen imagining 
like imagine yeah. doing like they it's not them just like walking outside the spaceship i would do that right with a tether they get on like a thing that shoots them out yeah. on a, pl- and they on have a to small jump platform onto the platform yeah they too. jump on the platform <laughs> it like throws it like goes very fast out and then they like have to hold on to it as it stops abruptly yeah. and then they decide to just like jump in the air and they're way far away from the ship and just like sit like just be dangling there in space and i'm like this is this is not anything that would really happen no it's crazy unrealistic zero out of five uh they go they once they get back inside they're like there's a scene where they're kind of checking each other out right which i'm Mm -hmm. like all right let's do it guys let's let's get in there um but cole is not looking at her like his actual sight line it looks like he's looking up at the top corner of the room or something no <laughs> i just rem- i just thought it like legitimately i was just looking at his eyes i was like what is he looking at this is ruining the scene he's not looking at her i could tell maybe they were uh, worried that it was gonna look like look he was creepy if he at was her chest. Yeah. and so yes. they're like gaze your eyes just a little bit higher because i didn't notice it i noticed that it takes him a while to look at her right yeah. like he is he's averting his they really eyes. want to make it clear that he's not being like a perv right yeah. or and she's just like she like trust. turns around she's just like i'm staring at she's you. checking you out gonna- his ass like yeah. blatantly <laughs> staring and she's like are you gonna look at me and like he eventually does look at her or yeah. at the top of her head. Yes. But uh, so I'm saying yeah. I wish he, he should have just that's my this is where the movie starts to lose me a little bit. Because like I said, I like that Lana or uh, sorry, Sophie's problem is that like she's horny and her boyfriend's not. And uh, and then the movie's not horny enough from there on. These two <laughs> are young teens who just had the most incredible experience ever, like being out in space they should bang. They should just bang here. There's no good reason for them to not bang in my mind. Uh, until the fact that the ship, the hole gets breached. They're good people. They're in relationships. Now, well, he's know. not. He's a creep. He he's not in a relationship. Even in, he's, he is he's, not in he a relationship. Thinks, he thinks he is. Not I don't really. even he think he thinks he's in one. Dude. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think he's so. only being a good person in that he's not sleeping with someone who has a boyfriend. But yeah. I feel like she should just be like, you know what? It's not going to work with Calvin. Why don't we just let you slip one in, buddy? Um, she just needs she needs a himbo. OK, <laughs> uh, but their their horniness is shut down anyway because the hole gets breached. And I was really hoping that it was going to turn into Titanic. <laughs> like I was like, oh, is this movie going to be an awesome space Titanic? <laughs> it was not. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, they have to. I did not understand what was happening here. They have to hide Walt for some reason. I think yeah. So they're going to go through customs, and so okay. he has to it's, hide. It's, it and... has nothing to do with the hole getting breached. That's just like a. Well, they have to land, like. I, the whole getting breached anywhere? has nothing to do with anything. Okay. It makes Great. no sense. I it's, like when it gets They're breached. just like, oh, we have to land now, and it's unexpected. Okay. Ah. So they, so they're like, okay, why weren't crap. they already landing? Customs if is they coming. Could. So he, what? So he has <laughs> to hide until yeah. they like clear out, and then they can, then he can like be in the cargo bay by himself and be safe. Ah, okay. I just am confused why this ship wasn't landing if it always had the ability to land. Uh, but I do like the line when the hole gets breached and it's like, please remain calm. Nothing you do can help your chances of survival. Yes, I love that too. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so yeah, they go hide in the uh, cargo bay. 
a cargo room or whatever. Another, they have like a romantic kind of holographic space camping date. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, they should have banged, but they don't. You think that uh, I was like, this is, is this where they kiss? I was like, when's it going to happen? I thought for like, sure this, this is got to be it, right? Like she's yes. choosing to camp with him in here. Yes. With this their is sleeping where... bags next to each other. They're putting on the mood lighting. Yes. I legitimately do think that in this scene, they should have had some sort of physical intimacy to solidify that we both, that we all know, and they know, they have feelings for each other 100%, so that it would be, like, Mm -hmm. more emotionally devastating when she chooses to stay with Calvin for a little bit of the movie. Yeah, I don't, I I would say I like it this way, though, because I... I appreciate that I don't have to have the thought of, oh, she cheated on him, like, and that there's guilt associated with her having to approach her boyfriend and tell her him the truth about what's going on. I, 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 I appreciate that that's not part of it because I do like her having to make the decision of, okay, this is like what I really want to do, my career choice, I, and like, she doesn't have to betray her family, she doesn't have to hurt her family. So I think that. I think that if it it did happen, it would take away from that because you'd have all this associated guilt of her being a cheater. I wouldn't care if she cheated on Calvin. Calvin and her clearly don't have any sort of emotional relationship left. (laughs) Some of us have morals. Some of us are over here saying, life is too short, baby. You found clearly the person you really want to be with. Go for it. Uh, See, this is what's wrong with the the, uh the liberal American agenda. And yeah. this is what Dark Brandon wants, is what. Well, he so yeah. When Trump is president again, even though he is president right now, <laughs> when he is president again, he'll put a stop to me, Kyle. Wait, why? And why? But why would he announce that he's running for president if he's already president? That's my question. Mm, I think his plan is to become double president, mm-hmm. uh, and it may, it just means he's. It's like being super president. It's like oh. when you get a checker to the end of the board and you put another checker on top and now uh, it can move backwards. Yes. That's what he's going for. Okay, good. <laughs> um, they don't hook up because uh, they're dorks, fucking losers. <laughs> uh, and so the next morning... I mean, just... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like... I don't need them to like crazy. full... Even if they just had like a slight... A kiss and she immediately pulled back and was like, I shouldn't do it. Like, give me the Jim and Pam kiss from the end of season two of The Office. You know, sure, I just want sure. like I mean, that little moment you know, almost there. Yeah. Yeah. No, like where it's like, oh, and he can tell she wants to do it, but she stops because she knows it's wrong. If they just touch for a second, that's all I need. I think it it would add a little bit to me for me, but I don't whatever. I have no Because it's morals, not like so cut care. and dry here, right? Like she is like yeah. camping out with another boy. Like yeah. that's, that's something. They're right? already like, emotionally I don't think cheating anyway. Be, yeah. Yes. I don't think that boyfriend's going to be super happy about that i wouldn't be happy if it's like oh he's yeah. just a friend we like camped out together yeah. he slept in my room like the whole trip and like yeah. we did it's it's good we're all good. It's all good we went on a romantic space walk together it's yeah. fine uh and i asked him to look at me in my underwear yeah like yeah. she has already crossed the line at that point it's true you know it's true, yeah. <laughs> so whatever at this point um Inevitably, though, they, uh, they don't hook up. They wake up in the morning, and Sophie tells him all about like her shitty garbage home she grew up in. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was like her dad was all about like uh, reclamation, recycling, fixing things, you know, helping clean up the environment, and that's what she wants to do. And clearly, Calvin does not respect that because he's 
you know, trying to kind of force them to live on Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, so she has a call with the real Calvin uh, right after this. And of course, this is like classic rom-com shit. This yeah. is the moment mm-hmm. that he's got to be a sweetheart. Right when she right when she's going to dump about him. To, about to break up with him. And then yeah. he's set he's up like, her oh, whole Oh, this room. is your room. Yeah. Although he even says like it was my mom's idea. Yes, he or does. Whatever, yep. Which is immediately like, you know. Don't be with Calvin. He doesn't mm-hmm. have that kind of emotional intelligence that you need, girl. Um, either way, um, then we get the big fight between them, right? Walt and Sophie have to have their big fight uh, as this rom-com tradition while they're at their they're closest to getting together. They must shatter instead. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the truth comes out that he barely even knows this girl that he has stowed away and jeopardized Sophie's entire life to be with. Um, And I think he really does lose the high ground. You said he called, he, he's a little too mean to her. Yeah. Yeah, He calls her a coward. um, Mm -hmm. And then points out that, but then she points out that life is kind of pointless. He's like, this checklist doesn't uh, matter. I think this is where she crosses the line. She says, she's going to this planet to be with all the people who care about her or whatever. And is, she's like, you're going to this planet because no one cares where you are. Yes. And yeah, that is too pretty, fucking mean yep. to say to somebody. Dude. Pretty mean. <laughs> that is brutal honesty. Uh, <laughs> but whatever, they get to Mars now. Um, it looks like shit. The CG does. When it she's does. In the Mars sucks. Why would anybody want to live there? Like, mm. Fuck Earth, I'd yeah. rather go to this even shittier place that's inhospitable. I like to go outside, you know? Yeah. I like to just... I never understand it when the movies are like, we have to go colonize Mars because Earth is ruined. It's like, well, okay, just build these domes where we have to live inside on Earth, you know? Like, why am I <laughs> flying to space to do this? What? Uh, it's not like... It's hard for me to imagine a world, I guess, where we make Earth so fucked up that it's less hospitable than Mars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, well, the show that does this great, the best is probably, uh, oh crap, what am I, the the, the show that the you and I have watched that nobody one? else has watched, the people that come oh. back in time. Oh, um, uh, Travelers? Travelers. Travelers rules. Yes, I love Travelers. <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, yeah, they their future is like back. people live in giant uh, domes because the earth is like ice world or something like that. And uh, Travelers is awesome. I guess Travelers is like show. it really. Travelers is like a perfect mid 2000s USA network show or something, mm-hmm. you know? It's just, but like, it's got all uh, the good sci fi in there that's just does. great. And then the great romance in there too. And like interesting plots, then like. I think I should watch Travelers on Netflix. Yes. Everyone watch Travelers. It's so good. It is. It's, it's really got the good. worst. It's it looks so bad when you're scrolling through and trying to pick a show to watch. But you know what? When I'm sick, that's what I go to, and that's how I found Travelers. Is I <laughs> I pick some show that's sci-fi that looks terrible, and that's what I do when I when I'm sick. Hence why I started to Andor because I was like, well, I'm gonna move for something sci-fi. So. <laughs> Oh, perfect. All right. Um, Kyle, I don't know if you ever finished tra- Travelers. I don't I think know if you I have, did either. I think, I think you I have I a got, couple of, an episode, at, at least not the last episode. 
but yeah, I definitely, I think maybe I got like halfway through season I think you three. knew that it was going to be canceled and I, and you were worried that it was not going to have an, an ending. And I told mm-hmm. you, you should watch it because it is an ending. And then you were like, Oh, that's good. I will finish it then. And then I think that, and then that I was, never did. Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounds um, right. It is. It has an ending. It's great. It's not a show that leads you on and then just stops. So I just wanted more. I wish. I wish I got more. Uh, I just. I wish there was just more of that show. I just want more tra- different travelers that come. I, I love the weird stuff in that show, like the guy getting sent back into the body that's addicted to heroin or whatever. Yeah, right? so that's like, a great thing. He wakes up that's and he's like, awesome. oh, "What do I? Why do I? Like, what's wrong with this body? Yeah, why do I feel like shit? What's happening?" <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. and then he has to constantly like try to use enough to satisfy the body. I love that stuff of just mm, being yeah. in the wrong body. I want more of that. I think that's why I always wanted more travelers to come back. So new conflicts like that could be introduced, you know? Mm-hmm. And they would constantly yeah. like change things. Like they'd have a character that was like, would get the body would be taken over by a different traveler or something mm-hmm. like that. Cause it was about to die. And then it was yes. just like, Oh, that arc is over and it's completely changed. Cause guess what? When you change the past the future changes and they're always trying to figure out wait am i still on the right side yeah and it's yeah Yeah. it's a time travel show by the way guys where people travel back in time and take over people in the past's bodies in case we just try and save humanity it's very confusing to probably listen to we should probably not continue to talk probably get back onto moonshot (laughs) over here rather than talking about this canadian sci-fi show that (laughs) no one has ever watched Okay. Um, what the hell happens? Oh, they make it to Mars. It looks bad. Walt gets arrested immediately. Mm-hmm. Like it's immediately. not even close. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't make any sense that Sophie doesn't get arrested as well. Or at least I thought at the time because mm-hmm. I was like, everybody on the ship has seen Sophie with Walt the entire time, pretending mm-hmm. to be a couple. They would be like, oh, that guy got arrested. She helped him. Yeah. Like, exactly. But whatever. Uh. We find out kind of, I guess, why that doesn't happen. Uh, Ginny and uh, Walt reunite uh, this girl that he traveled to Mars for in this interrogation room scene where she reveals she just has a boyfriend now. Yeah, and he's the security yeah. guard. So Yeah, which I liked. I, <laughs> yeah. I thought Edgar was pretty good, uh, that guy. And because and she was like, you, I met you for one night and you... You uh, risked your life traveling to Mars for me. I kind of needed to have a security guard as a boyfriend or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's, She's right. He's yeah. creepy. I would not come to see him. I would be like, this is an insane person. He yeah. stowed away on a ship and traveled across space to be with me, even though I've known him for eight hours. Yes. I am not going anywhere near him. Um. And then we, uh, luckily though, things aren't all bad for Walt, right? We think he's fucked, but then he gets let out of the interrogation room and meets Elon Musk, a.k.a. Leon Covey, a.k.a. Zach Braff. Yeah, it's Zach uh, Braff. It's just <laughs> funny. <laughs> Why is Zach Braff here? Okay. <laughs> it's it's good. He does a good, I, he does a great job. He Zach does Braff. do a good job. I like Zach Braff. Um, and I like that he is, he, he reveals like, we we had we knew you were all along. We knew you were on the ship, and he just shows him like <laughs> all tons the footage, of footage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We had bets going. I won, and like he's the, they just have been. He's like he calculated. like we calculated the risk that you would screw anything up with the trip, and it was actually a negative 
percentage number. And he's like, I don't know yeah. how that's possible, but it was <laughs> negative that you would cause any issues. Yeah. And yeah. so you're so insignificant. You could not impact the trip if you tried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, basically, though, rather than kicking him off of Mars, he's he wants to use Walt as like a mascot PR figure. Right. Because mm-hmm. he's so inspiring to people that he's just boring average guy who's made it to Mars. Yeah. Because he's uh, like it, the board decided to just send him back. And he's like, I didn't like that. So I leaked the footage online and the world loves you. Everybody is walting, which is what they're a trying fucking to be Elon move to like know, think he can sure big is. brain and leak the footage. Yeah. <laughs> and he's uh, uh, yeah, it's just people walting, which is like trying to be sneaky but not being sneaky yeah. at all and uh just mon- internet montage stuff and um there's just some funny funny lines that, that he says i like in uh in the beginning he's uh walt's like trying to say that he blackmailed uh the girl he's like not trying to implicate himself further but he's like i kind of uh, i blackmailed her like a little bit but not really and then and then zach's like or leon's like well there's not there's no such thing as light blackmail there's no diet blackmail you blackmailed her (laughs) you blackmailed her (laughs) yes that was good that's some classic braff delivery i felt like in that moment yeah um i do think that this pr idea is fucking terrible and is something Elon would probably do uh, with that in mind. But it's like, wouldn't this just encourage more stowaways? Like, wouldn't people see, oh, if I sneak onto a ship to Mars, they might make me their mascot and sure. not punish me in any way. So you sound I'll like a board too. member, dude. No. I, I know. That's I'm not, a lame mm, board member. Lame. I don't think we're supposed to be like, Leon's cool, though, either. Right. <laughs> No, they he like trash on billionaires. Get, yeah, they immediately get Walt to sign away his life rights, basically, to Leon, mm-hmm. which is just horrible, I thought. But yeah, you gotta do. But they like um, trash on billionaires a few times, like with his jokes. Like he's, he said, yeah. I feel like at some point, I don't know when this is, but uh, Walt like asks him about like taxes and stuff. And, and, and Leon's like, Taxes? No, I'm a billionaire. I don't pay. I don't, ta- pay. I don't pay taxes. Like yes, he says he's like I came to Mars to get away from things, and he says taxes. I'm a billionaire. I don't pay taxes. Yeah, uh, but he says also he's like I like one scene where he's like, could I have used my wealth to end world hunger and cure diseases? Yes, but isn't yeah. it better that I went to Mars so future generations could do that here or whatever? Yeah, he's like I could cure world hunger five times over. Yes, I could have. But no, I've inspired the next generation. <laughs> That's classic billionaire behavior. Sure is. Um, I did think that I would have preferred it if Walt did not take this deal and we just kind of got to the end of the movie here, you know? It's, yeah, it's um, it doesn't need to be as long as it is. No. It he makes sense been for his character. To me, it makes sense that he would immediately sign that because it's his whole life goal is just be on Mars. So It's true, but we both... We all know that this is going to end with him realizing he doesn't want to be on Mars. He wants to be with Sophie. Like, that's what's going to happen. So it, I wish we could have just immediately gotten there and saved some time, almost. So like, you wanted the... So, uh, we could have just made the whole trip a montage. That's why we skipped 22 days of the of the trip, you know? <laughs> yes. We could have more of this. Ugh. I want less of this. I want just him... I know, yeah. Right there, he got the paper, and he just says... 
I can't do it. You know, what am I doing? Of course I'm not. I can't sign away my life to you. My life belongs to her. And then he runs away and fucking, <laughs> you know, whatever stupid rom-com shit. And we're all happy. Instead, we get like five more scenes before that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a montage of Walt and Sophie both being unhappy in their dream lives, of course. Um, I like this line. I, I have it loosely written down. Um, but they're talking about Walt's like looking at the spaceship and they're going to send all the garbage back to earth. And he's got like a new robot friend and the robot is like, like sexual reproduction, making yeah. garbage brings humans much joy, but looking at it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. It brings them much shame. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> like, and we must hide it uh, and not speak of it. <laughs> he's like, so really yes, they're going to be sending the trash back to. It's back so to believable earth. to me though, that we would colonize a new planet for the elite and wealthy and then they would just send their garbage back, back to, to earth, earth. Yep. <laughs> you know? um it is the third annual return party so i guess every year they take all their garbage and send it back to earth um and any humans who want to can also go yeah um but yes uh we find out that the captain also knew the whole time she's just doing more classic funny captain stuff uh Walt gives Sophie a present at the party, uh, which is like a it's like a cute little checklist, right, for saving Earth. Because mm-hmm. she's got this whole time they keep talking about her impossible checklist, so he makes her like a po- a totally possible checklist mm-hmm. uh, for saving Earth. And he repairs the little Earth doll that uh, he gave her before. You know, it's nice. Um, yeah. and uh, that's when she then has her scene with the mom. Uh, yeah. her adopted mom where I love it the mom comes up to her and is like can tell that she's unhappy we've and seen she's a like, few, yeah we've seen a few scenes of her of her basically just being unhappy around the family not really participating in board games and the and you can and you've seen the mom notice this and it's mm-hmm. just I, I like this I like this aspect a lot that the mom cares about her not as a as a means of caring about her son but she actually cares a lot about her and and this is when she approaches her and says, look, like family, you, you will be part of this family. You can dump my son. I get it. He's a loser. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like you need to maybe find your own way. Like she, they don't mess around with like trying to figure out what's going on. It's like mom already knows every exactly what's going on. Um, yes. But. Uh, uh, Which helps reinforce that idea that this woman is basically her, her real mother, that she can read, you know, her emotions without her saying anything. Yeah. I think, uh, which is nice. And it's nice to encourage her to go home and all that. But also this trip cost a million dollars. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is a very expensive uh, lesson she's learning here. Um, we see Leon and Walt have another scene where Leon is going to send Walt to to be the first person to populate this tiny little dwarf planet. Yeah. Uh, nope. He's like, nope, you nope, get nope, to nope, go nope, and nope. cut the, you get to go cut, the, cut the ribbon. He's like, yeah, he's like, get there, you'll set up the ribbon and you'll cut <laughs> it. Like he's the only person going and old Walt, this is like what old Walt wanted, right? Old Walt yeah, was like, dream. you know, if I was born 600 years ago, I would find a boat and just start sailing, you know? And, yeah. uh, and, and this is his moment that you talked about wanting earlier where he says, okay, this, this is bonkers. I'm not doing this. And, uh, realizes, um, that he needs to be with 
with Sophie. With Sophie. Because uh, Leon tells him, like, you'll be there. You won't be able to talk to anybody for months. So if you have anybody you care about, call him now. And he goes to call Sophie. And she's, he finds out she's on the shuttle going back to Earth. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and he boards the shuttle and the two are reunited after it launches. She has zero aerophobia anymore. It doesn't come up at all. Yeah. Uh, I, I said, uh, yeah, they get together. This relationship is probably going to be good for her. Because uh, she seems like someone who has basically all of her own life under control. She just needs a dick. And I think that this is going <laughs> to yeah. work out for her well. Um, and then he says the fucking corny rom-com line that I love where he does the whole like you're the you mm-hmm. are the real adventure I, thought I was looking for adventure but I found the, you're the real adventure and she was like you just pulled that out of your ass and, and that was awesome or whatever and yeah. they guess yeah. so they're going for the Harry met Sally kind of ending uh, it's good stuff they kiss and uh, they should have banged earlier it would have been fine the end of the movie the end they would have been cheaters and I would have not respect them. I wouldn't have respected them at all. I wouldn't have. Kyle would have been rooting for their ship to blow up. Uh, I would. The, yeah. I will say I never really like, I mean, until we really get some proof that her and her boyfriend are not supposed to be together, I'm not really that much rooting for the coffee shop dork who is obsessed with Mars and kind of <laughs> weird. You know, I'm not like fully rooting for him just because I know, okay, these two have spent a lot of time together. There's probably, it's probably not really a true relationship, you know, and, and, and so I'm not, I'm really just rooting for the other guy who's, but, um, but because I, because he hasn't got, we haven't seen the, him have a chance and then he finally gets a chance and just blows it by being himself. Yeah. I'm never really like rooting against Calvin that much because he's sort of a non presence in the movie. And, I don't care a ton about them getting together either. I just mostly want Sophie to not be on Mars because she clearly yes, doesn't want she to wants be. to be back on her. Yeah. yeah. That's really the only thing I'm actively rooting for in the movie is for her to mm-hmm. make the right decisions. Uh, and with that in mind, Kyle, uh, should we talk about our best performers in the movie? Yeah. Best performers. I'll go first. Um, Do it. I think there's, you know, it's between two people. Mm-hmm. You know, our two main characters uh, for the best performer. I thought they both did a good job. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to pick Cole as my best performer. Um, I think, it, uh, you know, I, I think he doesn't necessarily outshine her, but he does have a lot of lines that kind of need landed pretty well. Uh-huh. And a lot of, uh, he does put his own flair on a lot of the writing. It doesn't, it's the writing I think is good and he's able to act through it. So I think he does a good job. He gets my best performer award. Which is, uh, I don't know. I don't know what he gets. Uh, well, I'll tell you, Kyle, I'm giving mine to Lana Condor. Uh, not because I thought Cole was unlikable, but just I thought maybe he was, a, like we said in the beginning, he's a little much. He's got a little mm-hmm. bit of overacting energy. And I think she just has less of a character, but she manages to keep up with him and still be kind of charming at times. Like, Or she's just got less overt energy all the time, but she's still always kind of charming. And I think she's a good actor. Um, and she makes a less than stellar character, still fun to watch. Uh, I'm going to give her a little touch ball thing as cool. her reward. So nice. she knows when I'm touching it. I'm going to give the other one. I'm going to take the other one from you and I'm going to give it to Cole so that. So they can touch each other. Yeah. Okay, so. good. Um, final thoughts on this film then, Kyle. 
I'll uh, go first. Okay, go first. Go. I'm first. gonna go first. Doing it. I said. I like the neon glow of the lights. I like the uncharming people. I like C-tier rom-com vibes. So overall, I had a pretty good time. Uh, this is definitely not the most relatable or interesting uh, set of rom-com characters. Cole Sprouse is playing things very big, but I still found him charming. Like I said, he reminded me of Eric from Boy Meets World, and I love Eric from Boy Meets World. <laughs> uh, there's nothing amazing or any new earth-shattering ideas here. There are some pretty good little elements like we talked about with um, her relationship with her mother or whatever. Like that, All that stuff's interesting. But we also talked about how Cole's kind of creepy and you're not really rooting for him so much as you're just kind of rooting for her in the movie. Like, I really wouldn't have cared if they got together or not as long as mm -hmm. she went to Earth. So it's not a fully successful romantic comedy in that regard to me. Um... I will say, even though I did enjoy the movie, Kyle, I don't think it is worth renting because mm. there are a sea of similar quality rom-coms <laughs> aimed at the same age demographic on Ooh. Netflix with mm -hmm. similar actors in it. But I like those movies and I enjoyed this one. I'm giving it three out of five planets. There you go. Or three out of five moons since it's called Moonshop for some fucking reason. Uh, <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I will say some uh, kind of the negative things I think about it, and then the end with the positive things. I, I think it's the negative. Good. The negative things are it's a weird movie. It's kind of in limbo. Like it's like most of the movies in limbo between Earth and Mars, and oh, the name wow. is Moon. It's also and like throughout the movie they're constantly like limboing underneath limbo bars and having hula contests. <laughs> yes. We didn't it, mention I'm any like, of that. Who is this uh, movie aimed at? Is it aimed at maybe like some millennials who have watched Disney Channel growing up, but also like like adult themes and also love space? If pretty so, sure it's exactly. aimed at your sister-in-law Ashley. If I had to guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think literally... she likes the Sprouses. That's the only reason I. Oh, good. Say that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of so. It's kind of aimed at me. I think. I think this oh. movie is aimed at me because I like space and I don't like mm. I don't dislike goofy things that are kind of childish, I guess, like like funny little bits. And uh, yeah. I like rom rom coms and romances. I like it as long as they have good writing. And it's just I've seen so many rom coms and quotes that are like bad Christmas movies that are just the epitome yes. of awful writing. <laughs> There's so yes. incredibly bad writing and and it's insane. Those are just so insanely low on that quality that this is just nice to watch something something great uh or, or something with uh with with good writing and good delivery and meaningful emotional moments and i did appreciate that a lot of that but i just it feels like like you said the relationship doesn't um you're never fully rooting for it and i and i think it's because of the pacing of when they fall in love and how it happens and maybe maybe part of that is the interesting part that I like as well with her and her family and, and feeling like she has to like make that decision and to step away from them. And I find that part interesting. I'm kind of just rambling. I need to land the ship, land it. I need the hole has been the breached. Ship. Kyle, make an emergency breached. landing. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it. And if you are someone who likes rom-coms and likes space, I think that's important. I think you have to like space in order to 
want to rent this movie. If you like space and you want to see it rendered with 2007 <laughs> PS2 graphics, guys, this is the movie yes. for you. Uh, then yes, rent this movie. I'm saying rent it. It's and it's. I gave it the exact same score that you did. Three out of three out of five. Three out of five go. moons for all the moons Boom. that we've seen in this movie. He's three mooning us. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So th- so three out of five. It's perfect. It's fun. It's fun. Fun to watch. It's fun, guys. If you can watch it somewhere without spending, here's the thing. Also, I can't recommend renting. It's a six dollar rental, I think, on Amazon. Oh uh, yeah. It's That's like five ninety nine to rent it. It's not even three ninety nine. Yeah, I don't think if it's it was worth those extra two bucks. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely six six dollars. Yeah. And it's if you it's scroll gone. by and it's like special day ninety nine cent rental for a moonshot, give it a shot. Throw it on. Give it a give moon it a moonshot. <laughs> there it is. Cool. Well, uh, that's it. That's the episode. That's wanna, it. All right. Do you wanna, I guess let's end it. Is oh, it do, do you want to play a game? You want to play a game? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's good. Do good. People are freaking out. Because I've got a Kyle. game called Rom Coms. Ah, Rom. Hmm, there was a lot of space. There left was in a there. lot of space. I, how did you know that that's the direction we were going with this game? <laughs> Just we're so in sync, Kyle. We're so in say. sync because we yeah. text each other what the game should be. Yes, did who should? <laughs> well, make because it. last night I was laying in bed looking at my little glow ball, and it <laughs> turned on and it said "you up," and it was you, and we yeah. started using our touch balls yes, to talk did. about this. Yeah. Um, yes, and. Uh, yeah, so um, so this is uh, a game where I have some lines from some rom-coms. Maybe some drom-coms here, too. Ooh. Maybe not all rom-coms. Maybe some drom... Maybe I didn't some really rom-droms, think. They're you all mean? romantic films. Yeah, right? so not drom-coms, but rom-droms. Rom... Dra- yeah, yeah. You said yes, drom-coms. I said drom-coms, yeah. yeah. What's no, a no, drom-com? Is there dramatic, dramatic comedy, comedy, I guess. That's a thing. That we should make that. Forrest um, Gump? Isn't that a dramcom? Like, yeah, it's a sure. comedy, but his girl dies of AIDS, so it's dramatic <laughs> as well. I mean, <laughs> well, I have these lines, but unfortunately, there's a lot of space that's taken up the middle of this line. Just mm-hmm. like there's a lot of space in this movie, and so I got part of the beginning of the quote and part mm-hmm. of the end of the quote, oh. and you have to tell me what the movie is, and that's it. You don't have to. You don't have to say the whole line. Okay. Some of them you'll be able to. Some of them you will not. Unless if you are, that would be insane because some of them are <laughs> very long. But I'm um, ready, Kyle. <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna quickly go through to fire off what? the whole Independence Day speech at you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a rom com, right? I of course. That. Yeah. And Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith's relationship is very romantic <laughs> in that. Well, I've got eight of these. So are you ready? I am ready. Here's our first one. As wish. As you wish from the Princess Bride, of course, Kyle. Ding! One point. Woo. Good job. On the board. We'll see how far you make it to Mars, I guess. So you have, uh, uh-huh. you have, you're starting to dodge your way through the hangar, I suppose. Okay. okay. Right now. Okay, yeah. I'm doing the Walt. You're doing the Walt. We yeah. didn't even mention when the robot does the Walt. I thought that was the funniest oh, like, part. Yes, that robot. was great. I am a sneaky human. <laughs> I am doing just... Yeah, I'm Walting. I am a sneaky human. It's good. Okay, here's okay. our second quote. I wanted it to be badly. I wanted it to be you. I wanted it to be you so badly. <laughs> From You've Got Mail, Meg Ryan talking to Tom Meg Hanks, Ryan. Course. You got it. 
Ding, you have uh, you made your way actually into I guess into the escape pod. Yeah, that's probably oh, no. the next step. So you're I'm in the terrified pod, then so. I guess I'm very screaming. scared. Um, I also <laughs> will say that you get two two of these. I get to tell you the actor's name who delivers it. So I think okay. you're gonna make it all the way to Mars. I just I really we'll confident. see. So mission to Mars right now. I'm back at Epcot. Am I right? Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> next one. Don't forget, I'm also just. Asking him to love her. Okay. Um, oh, this is the line where, okay, wait, is this Julia Roberts? I'm a girl asking a boy to love her, which is from a movie that I fucking hate. Um, is it Notting Hill? It is, is Notting Hill. Yeah, you got it. Is. Don't forget, I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy, boy. asking him to love her. Good That's job. the only good part of that movie is that line. <laughs> I, I, the whole movie I was watching, I was like, this is a pile of dog shit. And then that line happened. I was like, oh, that's from this movie? Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> Julia Roberts in that movie is like a robot pretending to be a person. The whole movie is what it felt like. Good. Sorry. Um, There's my Notting Hill tear down. <laughs> Take that, you 30-year-old rom-com. <laughs> Here we go. Number four. Oh, you got that one. So you, uh, uh, the ship is taken off. So okay. you're not yet out of the uh, escape pod, but you survived oh, oh. the takeoff at least. Well, that's good. So you survived. Good job. <laughs> you got injected with the stuff that he gets injected with in the movie because he. Mm-hmm. that's how he makes it. So you were screaming, but you made it. Um, all right, next one. It was a million tiny little things that was like magic. Ooh. I don't think I know There's this one, There's a long Kyle. space there, by the way. Long it space. It was a million tiny little things. I don't think I know it, Kyle. Ooh. Do you want to use one of your two things? <sighs> okay, I get to choose when to use those. You get to okay. choose when to use them. Yeah, there are two, ah, two where um... you get to use... Sure, I guess we'll try it just to see, I guess. Well, I think it's going to help a lot because it's Tom Hanks. Okay. It's Tom Hanks. And what was the the line again? It was a million tiny little things that was like magic. You would think it would help a lot, but I'm really struggling to think of which Tom Hanks role this is. Time is is running out. Do you have a guess? I'm just going to throw out Sleepless in Seattle. Yep, you got it. (laughs) It was a million tiny little things that when you added them all up, they meant we were supposed to be together and I knew it. I knew it the first time I touched her. It was like coming home. talking about his dead wife. I've ever known. It was like, talk. I've never actually seen this one, so I thought it was Bob. I don't even know who the character uh, about Meg Ryan. No, no. The, the plot of sleepless in Seattle is it opens with, uh, Tom Hanks and his son at his wife's grave, like Uh, at the funeral. And it's the movie is about, it is very sad, but the movie's about like the son trying to help get the dad back out there after like a year has passed or whatever. So he submits him to like some online or some radio talk show. And that's how Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks okay. meet across the country from each other. Oh, it's great. really good. I need to watch it's a great it. movie. Uh, you are currently on the ship trying to get the air vent open. Nobody has seen you yet, but you're trying to get into the air vent. So this is dangerous. Ooh, you know, so Sophie's going to see me any moment. Y- yes. So if I screw up, that fits into the plot. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Her seeing me. Yeah. All right. Next one. I wish I, Quit you. Oh, well, that's got to be Brokeback Mountain right yes, there. Yes, it I is. I wish I could quit you. <laughs> Absolutely. I wish I uh, knew how to quit you. Yeah. 
Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. I just watched Jake Gyllenhaal's possibly his first movie today. Uh, I watched the movie City Slickers today, which uh, Billy Crystal's son in the movie is played by a young Jake Gyllenhaal. I (laughs) noticed, like, in one of the scenes. Look at that little kid. That's Jakey. Nice. Uh, Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess... uh, I guess Sophie notices you and takes you in. Yeah, yeah fine. she does. She, she <laughs> sure. notices you and takes you in. So you, you got lucky there. Um, and uh, next one, love is patient. Love is slowly. Ugh, love is patient. Love is slowly losing your mind. Ooh, Kyle, who says this line? James Marsden says this line. Oh, James Marsden says it. Okay. Did not expect to hear James Marsden's name <laughs> thrown out here. Um, ooh, ooh. I don't think that's from an X-Men movie, right? Uh, so. <laughs> no, I did not include that as a rom Um, Is there the only movie I can... Oh, wait. Uh, is it 27 Dresses? It is. Yeah, how did you, how did you remember it? You just... I just suddenly remembered that he was in that movie, honestly. Good job. Just, Love is patient. I was about to say Enchanted because the sequel to Enchanted comes oh, yeah. out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and, but no, no, no. Love no, is no. patient. Love is kind. Love means slowly losing your mind is what he says at some point. I have got, not seen that movie in a long time. <laughs> next one is a rare double spacer. Just because the line's so long. So no, here we no. go. Okay. Just shut up. That's part of the line. I wasn't talking to you. Scott so just shut up here I want to marry you because the first time I saw these hands I couldn't imagine not being able to hold them getting married is the only thing left to do I'm going to be mad if this is a movie that I've seen a bunch but I don't know the answer off the top of my head and I don't have any more who said the thing you don't I thought maybe you'd have one by now but but well I don't know the the yeah. Well, I think I don't know. Kind of hard, so. Well, this is what if I told you it is Ryan Reynolds. You won't get the point. But what if I told you it was Ryan Ooh. Reynolds? Uh then I guess I would guess uh oh gosh, what's the name of that movie? Is it like definitely maybe is that the yeah, name of yes, the movie it is. in? So. All right. You don't get the point. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it, but definitely, definitely maybe. maybe is that the one with Abigail Breslin? As his daughter, maybe? I think so. I, I'm not sure who that actress is. Just Friends is the one where he's used to be rotund, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Just Friends. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that full quote is, Just shut up here. I want to marry you because you're the first person I want to look at when I wake up in the morning and the only one that I want to kiss goodnight because the first time I saw these hands, I couldn't imagine not being able to hold them, but mainly when you love someone as much as I do, getting married is the only thing left to do, so will uh, you unmarry me, is what he says. So Nice. And here's our last one. Any man, any time, has the right broom. Any man, any time has the right broom. Mm-hmm. Any man. I have no idea, Kyle. I'm just over here blown away that when Harry met Sally's ending speech wasn't included in this game. 
<laughs> especially because you had two other Nora Ephron written movies in in this, and Meg Ryan ones at that. Uh, I don't know the answer to this one. I don't think Kyle. Right, broom. Anytime. Any man, any time has a chance to sweep a woman off her feet. He just needs the right broom. Hitch, I don't think, my friend. Hitch. 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 Yes. Wow. Hitch. Love Hitch. Hitch is, I've seen Hitch so many times. It's one of those ones. It's like, it's like the, you know, I've seen Dan in real life so many times. Hitch is like, I've seen so many Why times. is Dan in real life? <laughs> the movie just said to me. That's so weird. Uh, you know uh, why Dan in real life is one of the movies I've seen so many times. Oh, was that a date with Carrie? No, it, no, no, no. It, oh, you, I don't remember. You don't. Okay, it's because it's it's uh it's what's his face um the 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 main actor Steve Carell Steve Carell yeah, and yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. Get Smart a bunch. Of so course, I've just seen his movies a bunch. Ah, and it's just very Steve popular Carell. in our house. Just, I think Celia and I saw Dan in real life at the at the Dollar Theater when it came out. It's got Dane Cook in it, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he's the. The, That's like, the main yeah. reason you're watching it. You're a big Dane Cook no, fan. No, the, re- the real reason why I watch Dan in Real Life a bunch is because my dad loves a movie, so we just <sighs> would always put it on. So. What an odd. I mean, not it's not a movie I remember being bad, but I don't remember it really inspiring. It's pretty medium. Any emotion. I, I rewatched at all. it with Carrie, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. You know, it's like that was. That's fine. It's, yeah. You know? it's, it's, it's just, just a, a very, it's a very medium movie. So it's interesting to have be the one that your dad's like, I'm going to watch this a bunch. Yeah. Right. And uh, get smart. We just, of watch, course I love get smart. Get smart. Oh, that's fair. Um, yeah. What, wait, what movie did the, Oh, hitch. That was your, the movie we were talking about. Yeah. yeah I, I like hitch. hitch. It's so fun. I've only, I haven't watched hitch in a long time, so I don't know. I'm curious how well it holds up in like a, uh, you know, a, a, a 2022 uh treating women respectfully kind of way i think uh, <laughs> i think that it does i think that my, my reason for that is because like the main plot yeah. point of the a major plot point of the movie is that she is like this is womanizing like mm-hmm. what he's doing and he's and really he's not necessarily trying to like co- co- like turn like get coerce women or whatever he's just trying to put men in the right spot he's trying to help men set themselves up for positive relationships because he specifically does not like when somebody uses his tools for uh for like a sexual encounter yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so So, it it is not someone it's not 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 one that i'm necessarily saying that yes die hard it's absolutely keeping up with the times but i think it (laughs) i think it's got a fair shot that it's i think it's at least one that you can grandfather in if it has some problematic elements because its heart's probably in the right place you know one of those movies Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I don't watch, watch it. it and get slapped in the face. And, and I mean, it does but, open you know. with a guy getting slapped in the face. The teaser trailer for <gasps> Hitch. It's the. It opens with a woman slapping a man in the face and hmm. saying, "I just asked if it was diet." And then uh, Hitch comes up. This is just the trailer. This is not even in the movie. I just know that this trailer is on. I think my DVD for Spider Man <laughs> has this trailer on it, and I've seen it a. Th- thousand times it, when you it's put incredible. it in it's it she asked if it was, it's the actor who plays the stoner in cabin in the woods is the guy okay. who says that i just asked if it was diet and then hitch comes up and he gives him a whole spiel by like by asking if it was diet you implied that she thought you thought she looked fat or whatever so she got offended <laughs> and it's like uh what a great teaser for a movie <laughs> let me tell you hitch 
bitch, baby. We love it. That's it. Uh, you, I guess you just made it into Sophie's room and like, uh, I don't know. You didn't make and, it. And she way, and I but. actually did bang on the ship and decided to just not even fuck around with going to Mars. So we you decided to you just won turn the around. Game. You win. Yeah. So I win. Go me. Good job. All right. Good job, me. And then she writes a little letter to Calvin to all the boys I loved before. And then that's where the Netflix trilogy starts off. Uh, that's it for this week's episode then, right, Kyle? Sure is. Great. Come back next week for Hitch. No, I wish. I wish we were talking about Hitch. That'd be a great week, let me tell you. Um, no, come back next week for, I think our last HB November movie is Super Intelligence. Which uh, I can already tell you, I'm not gonna like. I think it's one of the bad Melissa McCarthy movies. Oh, it's um, Miss, ooh, Melissa McCarthy. Carrie would be excited yeah. to watch it then. Well, it's so. the thing is though, Melissa McCarthy is in good movies and bad movies, and I think this is one directed by the guy who makes her bad movies, who is also her husband. Oh, so, Ben Falcone is her. Yeah, yeah. Any yeah. movie he directs or writes is a piece of shit, and then it's when sad. she's in something else, it's usually it's sad because they're married. And, I know, uh, and uh, it's yeah. nice that she's you know. Throwing him a bone, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you can do um, it, honey. Yeah, it's funny, sweetie. People love it. Um, until then, though, Kyle, let's uh, let's take uh, let's take out the tape and turn off the TV. Let's turn off the six dollar rental. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening and you like what you hear, please remember to rate, review, subscribe. It's only subscribe. like a 24-hour rental, too, I'm pretty sure. 48 hours. Do you want to hear yeah, one of get- the saddest stories you'll hear this year? Absolutely, I do. Here's the saddest story. Carrie and I rented um, the Nick Cage movie about him being Nick Cage. The unbearable uh, talent, unbreakable the, uh, talent. The, the, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah, and uh, yeah. it got to the third act, and we were both falling asleep, and I said, let's pause this movie oh, and come back. Up. And then we came back like 25 hours later or something yeah. dumb, and, and it was not available. And so... Have yet to see the third act of that movie, and I'm excited to see the third act. I was really enjoying it. So, can I tell you? I think the third act is the weakest act, so you may have gotten out okay uh, at right. the perfect time. Because <laughs> I think the best stuff is when it's just Pedro Pascal and Nick Cage together. Oh, that's like, what I figured the third yeah. act would mostly be. So, but well, I guess it gets a little too action movie e gotcha. in the third act for me. But uh, I knew it was lose, a third act because yeah. I think they literally say on screen. Uh, the third act or something like yeah. that. And the then... scriptwriter comes out and he's holding the script and he points, guys, we're, there's about 25 pages left. We're in the third act. Yeah. Is what he <laughs> says. Yeah. It's a weird move they did. Uh, follow us on social media at made, oh wait, go to our website, madefortvpodcast.com. Follow us on social media at madefortvpodcast. That's at made the number four TV podcast. Thank you to Chris Ratzbeth for our theme song and thank you to Maggie for our artwork. Until next time, I'm Scott. I'm Kyle. And just so everybody knows, I didn't get nervous, and when I got an erection, I kept talking. Wow. So glad to know that information. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yep. The end. Okay, see ya.